the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, July the 25th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1866, Ulysses S. Grant was named General of the Army of the United States. Today in 1943, Benito Mussolini was dismissed as Premier of Italy and placed under arrest. However, Mussolini was later rescued by the Nazis. But... It did not end well for him, as you may know. Today, in 1946, the United States detonated an atomic bomb near Bikini Atoll in the Pacific. It was the first underwater test of the A-bomb. Today, in 1978, Louise Joy Brown, the first test tube baby, was born in Oldham, England. She'd been conceived through the technique that we know as in vitro fertilization. Today in 2016, on the opening night of the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, Bernie Sanders, I found this to be a very interesting uh, statement that he made in his speech. He was uh, enthusiastically, robustly uh, embracing his his former rival, Hillary Clinton. They do not like each other. They didn't then and they don't now. Anyway, he was embracing her as a champion for the same economic causes that enlivened my, his, supporters. In other words, he was saying that Hillary Clinton is as socialist as I am, and telling all of his supporters, of course, to vote for her and so on. I know that's what happens in politics, but isn't politics, when you look below the veneer of it, isn't it kind of corrupt? I mean, they say words crafted to mislead people. I got to tell you, I am no defender of Hillary Clinton, and she is a lot of things, but she's not as socialist as Bernie Sanders, but he was telling his crowd that she was in his speech. He was signaling then that it was time, and he later said this in his speech, it was time for them to join together against you-know-who, Donald Trump. And that battle continues to this day. Whether or not Trump is running, whether or not he's in an elected office, they hate that man so much they will never, ever give up. I don't think. Today in 2020, federal agents fired tear gas to break up violent protests in Portland, Oregon. That continued into the early morning. Demonstrations at that time had been taking place about every, uh, every night for about two months. That continued, I don't remember the amount of days, but that continued for more than a hundred days. Google is facing a life or death decision. Not their death, but the death of others. Millions of others, perhaps. A group of Republican state attorneys general has vowed to take action against Google if it follows through with its congressional Democrats' demands to censor speech results and search results by preventing women from finding pro-life pregnancy centers 
when searching for abortion or related uh, rela- related words. Now, it's interesting. There's much at stake on many levels, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. And if Google censors the pro-life pregnancy centers, as Democrats are in writing demanding that they do, it will facilitate the mass murder of thousands, at least, of unborn babies who may not or may have had an opportunity to live. And that that's an issue, and it's a big issue now. And the Both uh, parties, political parties, are very involved in this. And fortunately, the, Democrat, the Republicans have taken a very strong stand on this. The ones that have taken a stand is very strong. They're, they're very aggressive, and they've convinced me, and I'm a little skeptical about elected public servants uh, sometimes. They tell us one thing here at home, and then they go off to Salem, Olympia, Boise, wherever, and uh, do something very different. Well, these guys are, are there. They're in D.C., and uh, they're doing the right thing. And uh, I, we'll see how, what the outcome of this is, but there's a lot of pressure on, on Google because Google and Facebook and all of these platforms, these social media platforms, they have been birthed by our Congress carving out a special, um, special place for them when they started some years ago. Now, granted, no, none of us knew that the Internet and particularly these social media platforms would take on a life of their own as they did. I don't think anyone's, at least they weren't talking about it if they did, knew the, the dimension and the power that these companies would gain so quickly. And, of course, created wealth for a lot of people from you know Bill Gates to whomever. But what they're doing now, and he, he's not the platform but the programming, but what they're doing now is they're using what the government has given them as a an incentive to give birth to them, so to speak. They're now using that to fight against the the very principles upon which our government was built and upon the very principles of which our our political dynamic works. And so they're a problem, to be very honest with you, and they know it. And they're using their influence to pretty much uh, drive the culture. And so that's what this comes down to. And these Democratic lawmakers are seeking to limit the appearance, these are their words, limit the appearance of anti-abortion fake clinics. In other words, they are now all out attacking pregnancy centers, which are pro-life pregnancy centers, and uh, they're calling them fake fake clinics in Google ads and on Google Maps. They claim that the pro-life pregnancy centers are fake clinics. This is a quote, fake clinics that traffic in misinformation and don't provide comprehensive health services. These Democrats also argue that pro-life clinics are, quote, dangerous to women's health and their appearance in search results undermines the integrity of Google search results. Well, Google is always fiddling with search results. I see that. I do a lot of research for this program, and I see it all the time. There's some some issues that I have to dig and dig to get through the, the, the armor, the wall that Google has put around some of these. And I've seen that happen over the years, that particularly the years that I've been doing this 
this radio program, and I've noticed it, and it's all, it, I mean, it's consistent. It's the words that someone like me would be wanting to research and the topics, they're there, and you couldn't say in a, in a court or whatever, you couldn't say that Google had removed them, but they buried them so deep, it's hard to get to. And you just have to keep digging and digging. You have to know a little bit more than just a word to get to them. But they're there. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if they're there if you can't find them. That's, that's what's driving this. They're, they've had success with this. And so that's what's basically driving this new wave of control. Wanting The Democrats are wanting to get rid of, uh, for all practical purposes, the pregnancy pro-life pregnancy centers. So if Google doesn't deem pro-life pregnancy centers as, quote, fake clinics and censor them online, the Democrats, in writing, in a letter to, the, to, the, to Google, they're saying, we will take action against you. So that's where we are now. It's very interesting, and we live in a very convoluted time. And speaking of convoluted messages... Interestingly enough, remember Debbie Bricks, Deborah Bricks, Dr. Bricks, and Dr. Fauci? If Dr. Fauci, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but if Dr. Fauci were the Lone Ranger, Deborah Bricks would be Tonto. Remember them? And uh, they were on all the time in the beginning of this pandemic. Interestingly enough, this weekend... She, I haven't seen her for a long time, but I, I, I look at a lot of news. I mean, I don't look deeply into it because there's megabytes of it, but I look at a lot of news and I saw her name and I, I looked into that and she was on television and she's, she said, and I'm quoting her, she said, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I thought, What? I mean, she is saying that on video. So anyway, looking through this, uh, she said on Friday that she knew these vaccines were not going to protect against the coronavirus infection. She did tell viewers to get vaccinated, and so did Dr. Fauci. And um, Rick's told Your World host, Neil Cavuto, he's on Fox Business, I think. I don't care for him. I don't listen to him at all. Uh, I don't like where he's coming from, and I don't like his program, but uh, people do watch him. And uh, so she, anyway, she said, quote, that she said, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines, and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. Interestingly enough, looked into this, it took a few minutes, but we looked into this. On December the 30th, 2021, she she applauded the rollout of the vaccine, but said people should not let their guard down just yet. She said, quote, don't relax now because we all want to get to spring together. This was in December of 2021. She said, and quote, and we can get to spring together by being vigilant now and being vaccinated when it's our turn. Brick said it will be several months before life returns to normal. To truly achieve, I'm still quoting her verbatim, to truly achieve herd immunity, it's going to take through the summer and potentially even into the fall. That's getting 70 to 80 percent of Americans immunized. 
Now, I'm not anti-immunization. I've been very clear on this program and all during the pandemic and all that kind of thing. And I have said my issue is government mandating to individuals what they have to do or else. That's my problem with all of this. I think people have a right to choose if they want to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. I don't think the government should ever and should not have mandated these and companies shouldn't be mandating them because it violates the most basic fundamental right of Americans. Freedom. Freedom to think for ourselves. Freedom to make our own decisions. There's a, you know, there's a 200 third world countries around this globe that'll do all the thinking for your people and the people generally live in huts and drink polluted water. I mean, is that what we want to, where we want to go? I don't think so. So anyway, um, my issue with that is not so much, but it's interesting how they, they're changing. I mean, they're trying to adapt to a new environment, I guess, because Fauci was doing the same thing. I mean, he, he was, he's been talking to the press again and he's say, saying the same thing. And, and on, in May of 2021, uh, the Hill reported, and this is again a quote, he said, so even though there are breakthrough infections with vaccinated people, this is, this would be the Lone Ranger. This would be uh, Dr. Fauci. He said, almost always the people are asymptomatic and the level of virus is so low it makes it extremely unlikely. Not impossible, but very, very low likelihood that they're going to transmit it. He goes on and talks endlessly about it, but he talks about dead ends, how the virus reaches a dead end. And, and when you get vaccinated, he said, you not only protect your own health, but that of the family also and contribute to the community health and and so on and so on, and basically says what Bricks was saying. I just find that very interesting. And he also told Brett Baer on Fox uh, over the weekend, he also said that he still thinks the um, the lab leak theory <clears throat> that he called a shiny object that will go away uh, back in the day, a couple of years ago now, he, he, he says he still thinks that it, this was an, a, a natural occurrence, that it was not created in a lab, specifically the Chinese Communist Party's Wuhan lab. That to say we live in a society where it's very difficult to get to the truth. It is clouded by so many layers of agendas and what people want and what they want you to believe and act upon and so on it's it gets very difficult sometimes and sometimes you know you you just well the psalmist wrote in 100 uh, psalm 119 28 my soul melteth for heaviness strengthen thou me according to thy word i mean it's just the psalmist was saying what so many of us have thought or felt throughout our lifetime and this is a time that many people come to that point Christians our soul melts with heaviness because of what's going on around us it is just sometimes indescribable as I do this program every day I there's times when I I, I stop and I think I hear myself and I I think is could this really be true and it is it is people are doing and saying things that we have never seen before in the history of this nation in the history of the world really because of the communication platforms and the communication opportunities that we have now. I mean, everybody can be live all the time if they want to be. 
and some of them are talking about themselves on social media. But I mean, it's an, an it's an incredible time as far as communication, but it's an incredible time as far as how people are acting on so such destructive ideas. Isaiah responded to that under the anointing and the hand of the Holy Spirit who inspired the word of God. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 says, For thus saith the Lord God, if you're, this is not Isaiah, this is me, but if your soul is melting with heaviness, here's the word of the Lord for you. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. You could paraphrase that to just mean relax. God is in control. And that's what we have to do in days like these. Anyway, in a June 17 letter from Congressional Democrats to the CEO of Google, this Sundar Pichai, they craft, it was crafted by Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat from Virginia, and this representative, Eliza Stockland, she's a Democrat from Michigan. There were 18 other lawmakers that signed on to this letter, and it's, as I said, it's important because it's going to give some direction one way or the other to Google, and you can not like social media, Google and Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and all those people that are kind of running the world right now in many respects, but they're there. And they're doing what they do, and they're making hundreds of billions of dollars in the process. But these 18 other lawmakers signed on to give this thing some real gravity. And uh, they're citing concerns about possible, uh, in the June 17th letter, about the possible overturning of the 1973 Roe v. Wade U.S. Supreme Court decision. That has now happened, but this letter preceded the actual ruling coming out. So they were saying, they were knowing that it was going to come out, probably, and it probably would be an overturning of Roe v. Wade. So they're trying to take corrective action in advance with this letter. So they're saying that they're going to, they're, they're pushing Google to to censor search results to exclude anti-abortion fake clinics, their words. So if you look at that, I mean, how many, how much of an adjustment would it take the case they're making against people who are pro-life, how many words would it take, just from what I've shared with you, not the whole letter, but just a few excerpts from it, for them to adjust that to some morning decide that churches that preach and teach the Bible are also fake institutions and they're psychologically misleading people into a false hope that when they die, they're going to go to heaven, and all of this kind of thing. I mean, think about that. We wouldn't even be having this discussion 10 years ago, but today, oh yeah, that's very likely, because they control the avenues of, of information. Television as we know it is dying, and they're taking place. I mean, it's like trying to get a drink of water out of the end of a fire hose. You can just be overwhelmed by the amount of information that's out there today. But in that context, they could decide those who are anti-evangelicalism, biblical beliefs that have a secular, humanist, progressive, so-called worldview, they could decide that the church is very harmful 
There are people out there saying that today, but they're one voice or they're a small group of people or they're a larger, fairly well-funded group like Freedom From Religion Foundation and so on, atheist organization. They're out there. They're already saying that. So if people in Washington, D.C., the left, if they elected officials picked up on that, they could be making this case that they're making against the pro-life crisis pregnancy centers or pregnancy centers, as they're mostly all called now. They could be making the same case against the church and say, well, you're discriminatory because you're preaching that homosexuality is sin. You're taking a position, you're counseling people on the basis of some reward in the hereafter, and on and on and on they could go. I mean, there's no end to what they could do to try to bring force against the church to silence it, or worse yet, make some of the things that we teach and preach, we biblical churches, in the pulpit. So that's why these things are so important. It's not only the here and now, but it's the next step. Because progressives never stop. They keep pushing. Like Bernie Sanders. If he can't win on his socialist agenda, he'll try to get everybody to vote for Hillary so he can have a piece of her pie when she becomes president, which didn't happen. That's, I mean, that's the way they consolidate and they live to fight another day. And the left is, they never give up. They just keep, and they, incrementalism is a very important part of their agenda. But with this evil behemoth of Planned Parenthood's shadow that's been cast across America, why would the left be so obsessed with pro-life pregnancy centers? It could be because they have some sense in their hearts. They have some sense that they're on the wrong side of the moral equation. They would not admit it. Some are so seared in their conscience, I don't think they know. But there are some who get are on board in the left, who go to church, claim to be evangelical Christians, and they vote to the left. They vote for these kinds of people that are trying to do this kind of thing. And they elect people who are pro-abortion and pro-destruction of the institution of marriage. And I don't know why and how that works in their heads and their hearts, but maybe they just feel something is wrong about this, but they plunge ahead because... They're on board. They're in the bus, so to speak. But these people are standing. There's a moral equation involved in this, and they're standing against God himself and against his sixth commandment, thou shalt not murder. And there is no way to explain abortion with a straight face and with any integrity other than to call it murder. That's what it is. You're killing an unwanted child. They may have seen what pro-life pregnancy centers are actually doing on behalf of women and the sanctity of life. I don't know. The Christian Post wrote an article about this yesterday, or a person did it for the Christian Post. They said Virginia's Republican Attorney General Jason uh, Mioris and uh, Kentucky's Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron, among 15 others, they have written a responding letter on this whole matter to this Sundar Pichai, or Pichai Thursday, They warned that the company would be investigated if it caved to demands by Democratic members of Congress to take action by preventing pro-life pregnancy centers from appearing in search results for queries about abortion clinics and abortion pills. Democrat lawmakers are seeking to limit the appearance 
of anti-abortion fake clinics at Google Ads and Google Maps. And these guys went, these Republicans went into this very clearly in their letter. And I, I was encouraged by the, the position they took. It's a very, very strong. They said complying with these demands would constitute a grave assault on the principle of free speech. Unbiased access to information, while no longer a component of Google's corporate creed, is still what Americans expect Americans expect from your company. They said studies have found web users are more likely to find and trust news through search than social media sites. And that's true. Very true. The attorneys general insisted that at least some Google users who search for information about abortion also expect to find information about alternatives to abortion, and they want to be free, and they want them to be free from manipulation by the left-wing politicians and what they're demanding. So this is a battle that's going to be developing over the next week or two, and you're going to be hearing about it in the news, and there's going to be a vote. This is going to come to a vote at some point, because it's not going to go away. I think these... Republican attorneys general are dug in pretty deeply. And I get the sense, and some of them I'm kind of familiar with, very familiar with, in fact, they're very serious about this. So this is going to be coming, and the the news media, when you hear this topic mentioned, are going to be spinning this uh, in a dizzying way. From my personal contacts with a number of these centers over the years, and I have had, I've done fundraisers for them and I've done a whole bunch of stuff. I've promoted them on media and so on when I was on television and one thing or another. And I, I think they do a fantastic job. And I, I'm all in on, on these guys. I mean, they're men, they do a good job. And I haven't seen any that don't. I mean, there may have been some, but the ones I've been aware of and no one met some of the people behind the scenes and so on, they do a fantastic job. The, I haven't met any of them. They get these six-plus-figure annual salaries that you keep hearing about from Planned Parenthood. So they're in it for the ministry. They're in it because they believe in life. And that's why there's such a threat to this behemoth whose shadow is across America, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is the face of evil. The Attorney General letter noted that even Planned Parenthood has acknowledged that the centers are faith-based organizations that oppose abortion and have religious mi- missions. And so they're obviously setting up for some kind of a maybe a court hearing somewhere down the road where they can deem them to be a religious organization with Planned Parenthood agreeing with them on that issue. But this is, as I said, something that's going to be developing as we move forward. <clears throat> Donald Trump weighed in, weighed in on some of these issues. He said if that censorship continues to grow across the country, he said America is going to turn up turn into Venezuela on steroids. He was saying it somewhere where he was speaking over the weekend. I think it was in Arizona. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was Arizona. He said, if debate could be silenced, if dissent could be suppressed, if conservative ideas could be systematically shut down, then very simply, we do not have a free country anymore. That's why he is so demonized by the left. He's right. He's absolutely right. And they know it. And they don't care. Well, there's much more, but I uh, will only say that I think many, not all, but many conservative Republican leaders are ready to trigger a real and effective response to the corruption of the left, including the censorship of free speech. Hey, thanks for being with me today, and thank you for your support. We need it. 
Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. We'll see you right here tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.